your most valuable asset is patience. It's, it's, it's all a mental game. Like the patience, the patience, man. I tell, I tell my clients, I say, you either going to be patient on the front end or you're going to be patient on the back end. And you don't want to be patient on the back end because it's going to eat away that it's going to eat away at you. So if you sit here and wait, get in and get out or you get in early and then you wait. Empower You podcast is devoted to bringing real world wisdom and encouragement to our listeners, fans, subscribers, and friends. We talk about a multitude of life principles and the process from an economic, societal, and cultural perspective. We believe that in tough conversations and shared wisdom, we can pave the path and leave a ladder for the future. So subscribe to our channel, rate, review, and let us empower you. Welcome, welcome to Empower You Podcast. I'm so excited that you are here. My name is Kidboy Cooper. I'm the host and creator of Empower You Podcast. If you are not familiar with Empower You Podcast, um, the entire um, intent for Empower You Podcast is to leave a ladder for the future, which means all of the things that you know I did not know uh, and that many of my guests um, did not know, uh, we are, are doing our best to break down complex topics and make sure that they are super applicable um, and easy to access for you, okay? So that's what we're doing here on Empower You Podcast. This is, I want to say, our 105th episode, so we've got a lot of stuff. If you have not um, checked out Empower You Podcast, go ahead and go through back through our catalog um, and start looking at some of the work that we've done. And um, I'm sure there will be a lot of incredible things for you to find. So today we are um, two episodes into our empowered investment series, right? Um, there's a lot of talk right now about investments, right? How to invest your money, how to do life insurance, how to work with the stock market, um, you know, drop shipping. There's so many different things. But I think if we if we really want to talk about investment, the first type of investment has to come with an understanding, right? The mindset, because your life produces things, right? Whether it's money, problems, children, issues, like it produces things, but those things come from an understanding. So um, what we're going to be talking about today is defining investments. And I have a really incredible uh, gentleman on here with us today. Um, he's absolutely fantastic. I really cannot wait for you guys to meet him. His name is Jamari Norris. He is an author, a speaker, a, 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 a stock market investment coach, a graduate of Jackson State. Um, absolutely brilliant brother. I'm telling you, man, he's an actor. He's a, I want to, I believe he's vegan. He says all these workout videos. He's just super dynamic. And I'm so excited that we got him he's able to be here with us and to share some uh some insight on defining investment so i'm gonna go ahead and bring him up bro how you doing how you doing what's up man you laid out a a heck of a resume man <laughs> so just just to clarify because i don't want the vegan community coming after me you know what i'm saying so i i was vegan two and a half years 
Yeah. I am mostly plant-based, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, so I, I keep it healthy That's for dope. the most part. That's dope. That's <laughs> dope. Well, we appreciate it, man. We appreciate it. It's a you, you live a very disciplined life, bro. And I think that is one of the things that I think is really valuable because discipline, standards, protocols, all those things are gifts. We often look at them as restrictions, um, but your discipline gives you the bandwidth to do really incredible things. And if you don't have discipline, you just start to have less and less bandwidth to do the things that are super necessary. And I just have watched the way that you conduct yourself and and, and obviously our interactions, and you just are very disciplined in your approach to life, which makes sense why you can do so many things and, and really reach people the way that you do and speak. And, and so we just, I'm just appreciative that you're here, man. Man, no doubt, man. I, look, I appreciate that, man. And I don't, um, you know, as far as the discipline, man, and a lot of people say that about me. And I used to think that that was like just something that everybody had, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, man, I just want, I want to accomplish my goals more than I want to stay in the same spot, you know? So it's just like, I just want it, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, whatever I set out to do is like, what's the point of going after it if you ain't going to make it happen? That's right. That's right. There's so much sacrifice involved in just life in general. You might as well get what you want out of it, you know? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Ain't no sense living this life halfway, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's go get it. Absolutely. Even if you don't accomplish it, you know what I'm saying? It's like not trying is like the worst mistake you can make. Oof. That's a good one. Not trying is the worst <laughs> mistake you can make, man. Yeah. So listen, tell us a little bit about you, man. Tell us about Jamari. Tell us about uh, a little bit about your background um, and what you're doing now. Yeah, absolutely, man. So originally from Lansing, Michigan, came down to, to Jackson, Mississippi to attend Jackson State. You know, once I got down here is where I kind of developed my passion. Uh, or I guess the curiosity for financial literacy, because everything I do now is just based around that. Um, grew up poor, but you don't know you poor until you get older. And then you realize that, you know, those surf sandwiches and mayonnaise sandwiches <laughs> wasn't a delicacy, right? <laughs> uh, you know, you start to, you know, you start to see some things through a different lens when you step out and become an adult. So, um, you know, graduated and, and did my, my stint with Corporate America, but that passion, that entrepreneurial uh, drive was always in me. I just needed to find, you know, that passion to put that energy behind and financial literacy became that because I was just trying to figure out like, you know, what is the difference between those who have and those who don't have? And the difference is financial empowerment and financial empowerment derives from financial literacy because if you don't know you can't grow so i made it my point to just like study everything i could as it relates to you know wealthy people and just you know what what makes them ticks not necessarily the things that they possess but their habits their mindset their character you know the, the things that they you know they they read and and the people that they hang around and once I kind of, you know, realized some things that, you know, they were doing different opposed to what I was doing different, then I just started to adopt that. And it just became such of a lifestyle that I, I just really wanted to teach people. So I started speaking and going into high schools and colleges and just really trying to help them 
you know, make that transition into adulthood without making the same financial mistakes that a lot of us made and our parents made. And that just became the whole deal, man. And then, you know, got into, uh, you know, uh, investing and then, you know, turned this thing from speaking to an author to coaching. And then it's just kind of just taking off, man. So uh, it's been a great journey, man. And I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still living. I'm still growing and I'm loving every minute of it. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I feel like you do such a wide range of things, man. Like, so showing up in front of audiences is is not as easy as it sounds i know a lot of people want to be in the motivational speaking space right um but it's not as easy as it sounds and you really do have to come with a message and with a a a purpose you know i think sometimes we forget that the highest purpose is that of serving others and Mm -hmm. i think you know we we often get really um obsessed with this idea of being in the limelight when you know it sounds like based off of what you've said you know that you're ever growing so that you can serve more so that you can do more so that you can bring more into Mm -hmm. your public speaking into um uh, writing books and into coaching others you know and so i i i'm i'm interested to hear you know where do you feel like you got that that attitude from well, I think that the foundation of it definitely comes from my mom. My mom was uh, one of nine children. She was the first to graduate from college, first to get a you know uh, a good job with the state of Michigan. So, kind of the, the the first to just do a lot of things. First to get a driver's license, you know. Uh, so she was the the shortest one out of the family, but the one to do you know kind of set the trend. So that kind of like stuck with me. Um, so even at, at a young age, you know, I've always kind of been a go-getter. I remember like getting the go-getter award in high school, right? <laughs> you know, um, and just always just had a drive to just want to accomplish more, you know? And I think just because, you know, uh, you know, I wasn't really into sports. I wasn't the most academically inclined, you know? So I just kind of had to find a way for me to stand out for myself and just kind of having that drive to accomplish things. Um, the goals that I set is just something that just really stood out to me that kind of kind of set my own lane and my own niche. So I would, I would definitely, like I said, attribute that to my mother, but but as, as I grew up, it was just like, I want the most out of this life that I can possibly get, man. Like, I'm not about playing small. Um, I'm not about, you know, just living the status quo. Not not to say that I'm not thankful for what everything that I have, because I'm very appreciative. But I just think that sometimes we kind of go into that coast mode and, and, and just like let, you know, uh, uh, just accept what life has given us. And it's just so much more. And it's not that you're being greedy. It's just that, man, if this if, if this is what's on the plate, if this is what I have to experience, why not do that? Like, I don't want to look at other people's lives and be like, man, that's that looks great. Like, nah, okay, like I'm gonna look at their life. I'm like, okay, well, let me let me see how they did that because I want to experience that too. And I can. That's the beautiful thing, is like we ain't reinventing the wheel. If it's been done before, you can do it. You know what I mean? So like just go after it, you know what I'm saying? And put in the work and put in the grind. But like I said, you know, a lot of people just don't want to, 
but I'm intrigued by the challenge of just new opportunities and and just new adventures in life. Yeah. So like my path that I've taken is definitely not one that is traditional. Yeah. Um, you know, because I I'm I have a higher risk tolerance, if you will, <laughs> than most people. So it allows me to be like, oh yeah, I, I can do that. We can do that. Yeah. And and I'm willing to put in that work and make the sacrifices if necessary. Because to me, it's not even the sacrifices. I think like sacrifice becomes like a dirty word. To me, it's just the process. Mm. And the sacrifice is what's building discipline and also a learning opportunity in the whole midst of the journey. Yeah. So, man, I, I just I just love it. You know what I'm saying? I just love learning and growing uh, first and foremost. Man, you said we're not reinventing the wheel. I love that you said that because I think for some of us who, and well, I'll just speak for myself. I feel like for for me, I often feel like I'm trying to re, I'm trying to create something that is absolutely brand new based off of, you know, where I come from and the obstacles and or challenges that, you know, were had growing up. Um, I often feel like, you know, it's like, bro, like that's why you can't find examples of what you're trying to be sometimes because you're doing something different so do you ever feel like that well absolutely i think that when, and when i say that you know we're not reinventing the wheel it's, it's nothing new under the sun mm. it may be new to your family or your circle or your community um but it's not new it's just kind of like when we talk about you know um Rock being the first black president. There's always been a president. Yeah. <laughs> but you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but he was just the first one of African-American descent to do so. So now it's like, oh, it's it's possible. So sometimes, yes, I do feel like, you know, I'm stepping into an area where you may not see someone that is taking uh his health as serious as I do. Yeah. And then also that values finances as, as uh, the, or financial literacy as much as I do. Um, so I think that's new in a sense, but the health information, anything that I share as far as health wise, as far as, you know, taking care of your body, it's not new. Financially, nothing that I talk about is new. What is new is my authentic self presenting this information mm. which is new to everybody else because we never seen a kid way do what you do we never seen a jamari do what he do so it's like they ain't following the status quo so let me let me check them out and see you know what i'm saying what what they got to see because what they got to say because you know it's always somebody waiting for you to accomplish what you need to accomplish so you can influence the next person. It's always it's always that one person because because it's so many individuals that we can follow when it comes to financial literacy and, and stocks and investing and stuff like that. It's plenty of people you can research and follow, but it's like, I know that it's one person that's waiting on me to step out there and be like, oh, so that's, that's what that is. My man's doing it. Like I need to holler at him, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and get that, get that information because, you know, either the, just the vibe is right, you know, or maybe I just come from that same background as that individual. Uh, you just never know, you know what I'm saying? So 
that's why it's just so important that no matter what you do, it's nothing new, but as long as you present yourself in, in true authenticity, then you can't go wrong, man. Ooh, that's good. That's good. Man. So, you know, this this kind of segue. <laughs> like snapping my fingers a little yeah, bit. Yeah, man. You know that was we got good. the music at the vibe going. <laughs> you know what Listen, I mean? that was great. That was great. I need, I'm going to definitely be playing that back. Because I think one of the things, one of our challenges, you know, um, I think the, one of the challenges for young people, right? Um, but then for various uh, folks who are listening, when you're trying to endeavor to do something different, you really feel like the odd person out. And a lot of times we avoid that uncomfortable space because it's very lonely or triggering or, uh, um, you know, in some way debilitating this idea that you're not following the mold, this idea that you're cut off from everything else that's familiar to you. Um, be, but but that's because you don't see the other side of it. And so when you're talking about, you know, your path is meant to lead you to specific people. It's not going to lead that's you actually. nowhere. You know, and I think that's what we fear. It's just like, oh, well, I'll just be off on some island and never, you know, be connected <laughs> to family and people who I care about anymore. But that's if I'm understanding you right, you're that's not what's going to happen. You're actually being led to a different group of people who are absolutely in need of what you provide and who you need what they have as well. And so that Correct. separation um, has to be intentional. It's an investment. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and it's and there's certain people, so like you said, it's, it's certain people that are, like you said, waiting for you to quote unquote, fulfill your destiny to to walk in your authentic purpose so that you can influence them. But there's some people that don't even know right now that they need what you have. So it's going to take so those same people that may look at you like the eyeball because you're pursuing something that's different and you're not following the status quo. After a while, they're going to be like, you know what? I probably need to, you know, listen to what my man's is saying because just because it's different or just because there's a different perspective or a different point of view doesn't make it wrong right and and when you stay inside of your your bubble uh or your comfort zone then you stagnate yourself i think the most the the, the best thing that you can do is learn from others who have a difference of opinion or just a different way of seeing things. And that's why we have different ethnicities, cultures and things of that nature. Because, I mean, once you once you tap into that, I mean, you just unleash the opportunities for yourself. Oof. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you tap into a whole nother world. That's, that's big, that's big. I think there's a lot of, uh, there's an initial um, leap that you have to overcome. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. To get started with a lot of things. And I think that's what I want to really talk about in, in this idea of having empowered investments is that we mm -hmm. understand that we have to take that initial leap. What that Correct. looks like, maybe on a familial level, what that looks like in your friend group, what that looks like mm -hmm. 
in your finances, what that looks like in your education, like how do we define what are great investments? How do we define what our investments currently are? And how do we position ourselves to get the life that we want of authenticity? Mm-hmm. Like you said, you know, doing yeah. a new thing as an authentic you, you know, those, those mm-hmm. that's a powerful combination. And <laughs> I think it t- there are some steps in between there that, that you have to take. And I think at least the way that I view all of that is these are steadily increasing investments. Um, and so I, I wonder how old were you when you realized you needed to start making those kinds of investments, both in your friends group and, um, you know, maybe in your finances and your education. When did you start to realize like, okay, this is what I need to do. When did you start to put those dots together? I think when I left for college, especially when it comes to like, you know, people and, you know, the circle that you hang around, that's when it became very, very clear to me because my thing was, I'm pretty much going all the way across the country. Well, north to south, from Michigan to the to the highest state <laughs> up north, to the lowest state down in the in the south. So going to Jackson State, like I said, I was no no academician, but the individuals that I hung around made a huge difference because even though we like to party and whatnot, they had a focus like yo. We here at the end of the day, we here to get an education. So I hung around some cats where we would have GPA contests. And you're like, yo, what you get, what you get first time, what you get first semester. And I remember vividly. So it was me, my man Corey, Benny, and Crane. So I had like a I had like a three uh, first semester, I had like a three five. My man Benny, he was just like naturally smart. He had like a three A, my man. Crank had like a 3-4 and then my man Corey he got a 3.1 and Corey was pissed and I was like I was like bro what you you mad you got the you know and me and Corey came down there together we came down from Michigan together we went to junior high and high school uh, together and he was like bro I gotta set my game up and then that's when it kind of clicked I'm like yo this is this is bigger than just GPAs like this is like something that you need to embody for the rest of your life. Like whatever you trying to do, you need to have the right individuals around you. So even as I kind of stepped away from the status quo, uh, more so just kind of being an entrepreneur and, and financial literacy and health and things of that nature, I never tried to purposely fit in per se, because I knew that being my authentic self, the individuals that I needed to be around, I would attract. And the individuals that needed to depart from me will eventually leave. And that's how I've never had to, because I don't think that you necessarily, when it comes to um, making that choice to just like invest in the right things, you don't have to put people in certain places. You ain't got to chuck the deuces to nobody. You ain't got to be like, okay, now you finna be my friend. No, if you, if you, the, 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 cause I'm big on energy, like the energy will, will surface and the right people will, will be right in front of you and the wrong people will repel themselves because naturally it's just like anything that you, that you do in life. You know what I'm saying? If you're, 
if you're going toward a certain direction and uh, it's kind of like the quote with the with the that you've probably seen on social media that you know if a, a pigeon is on an eagle's back and as it starts to soar higher eventually the pigeon is going to lose breath because he can't fly that high right so he's going to eventually fall off you ain't got to do nothing you ain't got you just got to keep going in your direction and eventually you will end up in the circle that you need to be around thank you for listening to empower you podcast i just wanted to take a second and tell you about a brand new podcast on the creative podcast network the Guru Guide to Podcasting podcast is for coaches, consultants, service-based businesses that are looking to beat the social media algorithms, uh, create more revenue in their business, and an audience of their ideal clients so that they can have more valuable conversations, impact more businesses, more clients, and ultimately create more income and more freedom in their business. So if that's you and you're looking to build an audience of your ideal clients, you're looking to take back your time in your business, in your life, and uh, generate more income while doing it. You can start your very own profitable business podcast, and we'll show you exactly how to do it. So click the link and visit the Guru Guide to Podcasting podcast, and we'll talk to you when you get there, okay? Back to the episode. So that's good. That's good. (laughs) That's good because I think we have, okay, I keep saying we For all of y'all who are listening, you know, obviously these are my opinions, um, but this is just based off of my life experience and some of the things that I've encountered. Um, And what I think I can often do is be very absolutist. I feel like I got to, you know, put the gavel down on something in order to make something else happen. And Mm -hmm. the way that you're expressing this is you don't necessarily have to do that. You just have to be intentional about seeking the things that you see for yourself in the future. And naturally, your decisions are going to start to change. Your behaviors are going to start to change, which means certain people are not going to want or they just won't find themselves interested in the things that you're interested in, you know, which is a much less, um, which requires a lot less friction to do successfully. Yeah, it's, it's a lot less stressful. Yeah. It's a lot less stressful, man, because because even the people that I don't necessarily are not as uh, tight as I once was, you know, with, they still be like, man, I see what you're doing, man. Congratulations. Like, you're doing big things. They may not, you know, understand it or have the same mindset, but they're like, the one thing that they do know is that, yo, Jamari is doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing because he made sure that like I'm doing this like I have to that's like and, and, it, and it came later on and you and you you the, to answer your question is like when when did the shift take place I would say that it really shifted in my early 30s mm. it just shifted like it took a while right because you you know when you're young you know, I think college is like the best time of my life because I'm old enough where I can do what I want to do, but I'm not old enough where I got real financial responsibility. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like the best of both worlds. Like I can go out, stay as late as I want. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't really got to pay no bills. I ain't got no kids. I ain't got no wife. It's like, it's like, yo, this is the life. It's the in-between stage. But when it came to like in my 20s, because I was just chasing as mu- as as big as a salary as I could get with my degree. Yeah, that's what it all 
that's that's what it was about. When I graduated, I'm like, yo, how much money can I get for this? This job built my resume. How much money can I get for this? But what I realized is that even in the even with the, the chasing money thing, I was never doing what I was passionate about. You know what I'm saying? I was never doing what I was passionate. And I know that's a hard pill to swallow yeah. because got bills, we man. end up making, yeah, you got bills. You have to do what you have to do. You can't do what you want to do because you kind of you've kind of put yourself in this system, in this mold, go to high school, go to college, you know, get a, uh, get a degree, get a job, get a, get a house, get married, get the kids. You know what I'm saying? It's like this this trajectory of what we call success. And you can still have all those things and be successful. But I think the true success is when you really are doing what you're passionate about and living in your purpose and still be able to acquire those things. Mm. So once I kind of kind of got off that train. And, and and was like, you know what? I'm done chasing money. I'm done chasing it. Because I knew that if I lived in my true authentic self and lived and pursued my passion and my passion had purpose to where I can influence other individuals, the money would come. So I wasn't, you know, so... Bro, that's so good. You know, that's so good, man. <laughs> because I think that's that's one of the things that we gotta understand. Um, at least for me, that's one of the things that I seek to understand more and more as I get older. Is you know what really does success look like for you? You know, mm-hmm. um, and and what are you willing to do or be in order to achieve that success? Now, Correct. depending on the answer to the first question, what does success look like for you? That's going to um, totally change your answer for the second question. Absolutely. You know, and so you said being your authentic self and doing what you're truly passionate about and being able to, you know, have that house or get that salary or or, or marry that you know, that partner and have those that family, whatever that looks like for you you can still achieve all of those things while being your authentic self, but you have to make the investment, the mental, emotional investment Mm -hmm. to pursue it with that authenticity, which I think is, that's, that's so good because I don't, at least for me growing up, you know, again, I'll bring my statements back towards myself. That wasn't the focus. You know, you were supposed to serve God. You were mm-hmm. supposed to go to church. You're supposed to get a job and take care of yourself. That's kind of where the list ended. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because those were the yeah. basic, the core needs. And I'm and please Absolutely. know, you know, to any of my family or anybody else who may be raised that same way, I'm not knocking any of that. But I mm-hmm. am saying that here in 2022, I don't think some of those truths hold the same values, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. we have to define what that success looks like and so when you said that i was like oh man that's good that makes so much sense and i think that's for me at least that's what i want i don't want to just do what anybody else wants me to do i want to do what i'm passionate about doing and still (laughs) you know attain all the the natural things in this life that i want and that i that i really enjoy 
Man, because my 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 biggest thing is is um, freedom. So I, I say freedom, and a lot of people say, "Well, you're talking about financial freedom." Not necessarily. Uh, I'm talking about time freedom. Mm. Time is the most valuable asset that you have. You can get money, you can replace money, but you can't replace time. So mm-hmm. when I look at my my daughter, my marriage. It's like if I could, I can make less money if I know that I'm going to be able to spend more time with my daughter and my wife and my family. Mm. Like my thing is like I don't want to miss nothing, right? Like because I got a huge, I have a huge extended family, and most of them are still back in Lansing, Michigan. Like when they have birthday parties, open houses stuff like that, like, I want to be there. Like, I want to be able to get on a flight and go up there, like, and that may be minor, but it's like, yo, you don't you don't get that back. Yeah, like, no amount of salary, none, like, you can't get that back. So, even with me taking the, you know, the leap and in, uh, in, 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 in becoming a full-time investor, you know, it was like, I knew it was going to be some sacrifices in that. And I knew there was going to be some growing pains and stuff. But at the same token, it was like, yo, what what would you rather have? You know, would you rather have this prestigious resume and corporate career? Or would you rather drop your daughter off at school every morning? Come on, bro. Yeah, that, that 10 minute ride yeah, is man. priceless. It's priceless. And I think... Um, you know, the sooner you can, the sooner you can realize that, you know, what, what is most valuable to you, the sooner you can start really, you know, walking in your authentic self and doing what, and, 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 and once you, once you realize what's, what's valuable, then you start to, you know, you can kind of compartmentalize or sort out these, these things that, that you're, uh, how can I put it? it? It defines your it defines your goals for you a lot clearer. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you not putting forth effort and action towards things that not that are not going to matter to you as far as your values uh, are you know are concerned. Yeah. yeah. So everything that I do is for that time, man. That's so good. That's so good. I want you to repeat something for me, bro. Yeah. You said. Once you define what's important to you, can you talk about that again? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so you have to define what's important because when you define what's important to you, then that is going to that is going to guide you as it relates to your goals, which is going to relate to your actions, your habits, which is ultimately going to define your character. Right. Because, you know, you 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 are what you do on a daily basis. You know, that defines you, you know. So like, for instance, so I know that me spending time with my family is is very, very important. Me cultivating, you know, that that daddy daughter relationship with my daughter is very, very important. So it's like. What can I do? How can I put myself in a position to be able to do that? 
how can I put myself in a position that if me and my wife want to go to the movies at one o'clock on a Tuesday, how can I do that and still make sure that everything on the home front is good and still be able to follow my passion and my dreams? Yeah. Like once you put that in place, it's just like, okay, well, I ain't trying to build my resume or I ain't trying to, you know, ain't that, that's not the goal that I'm trying to trying to get to. I'm trying to do what's going to make me fulfill as it relates to my passion and my purpose and what I have to give the world. But at the same time, make sure I'm positioning that to where I can still spend time, you know what I'm saying, yeah. with the family and things of that nature. So That's so good, man. That is so good. Uh, y'all, y'all, listen. Like we ain't even got to the investment. <laughs> Man, I, because I just want to take a second with that. Because yeah, I think yeah, that is yeah. A, Let's do it. A real, we really have to understand that your priorities, whether you are conscious of them or not, they're shaping the people you hang out with, the, mm-hmm. the environments that you work in, your life expectancy, um, you know, the income that you have. It really is is determined by the priorities that you have. And I don't think we talk enough about priorities. I think we're really big on on talking about, um, you know, uh, investments over liabilities or or let's get (laughs) this done or let's, you know, entrepreneur this or that, you know, work, 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 all these other things. But we really don't talk about what your priorities are. And I think a lot of times we have people great folks who are burning themselves out because they just haven't asked themselves what their priorities are. What are the things that you just absolutely can't live without? Once you get those things written down, now make your plan. Don't make your plan and then try to fit your priorities in there. You know? Correct. And I think we don't spend very much time, at least I don't see it in my newsfeed. I don't hear much about establishing what your priorities are. I'm not saying don't build a business. I'm not saying don't do whatever Mm -hmm. it is. But what I am saying is do it with a conscious understanding of what your priorities are, you know, and yours is being present with your family, being present with your daughter, which means no matter what you do in life, that's always going to be satisfied, which almost engineers automatic success because you're always accomplishing your priorities, which means you can get up early in the morning and feel good. You can go to bed late at night and feel, cause you still got that, that 10 minute ride. You still got yeah. to, to, to kick it with, with baby girl. Like, so, Absolutely. you know, I just think that's really, really interesting. And I think it's really insightful that you said that, man. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah. So, so even with, and just to kind of, you know, add to that so an, another one of my an, an, a major priority to me priority to me is my health mm-hmm. right do i like going to the gym it's cool but <laughs> it ain't my favorite thing to do but this is why i do it because i got a six-year-old now and i want to be able to roll around in the dirt without my knees hurting i want to be able to whatever she got going on whether it's, you know, traveling, activities, whatever it is that she's doing, I need to be 
physically able to do whatever it is. I, I never want her to be like, daddy, can we do this? Well, nah, I can't do that because I got this going on and that. Like, I don't ever want to be in a position to not enjoy the time with her. Same thing with my wife. Like I never want to be, and my wife is older than me, but I never want to be in the position to not be able to, you know, travel with my wife, spend time with my wife, because I'm not physically uh, able to do so. So that whole lifestyle change, and it's very rare, and I, and I really speak about it, because you know when you talk about you talk talk to black folks and you tell them you, know, you don't eat chicken or you don't, you don't <laughs> eat pork or you don't eat red meat. They like, like yeah, they, you know, you I go to restaurants. I just you know what I'm saying. I just let I just order and then what you got? Oh, just you know, a little something, something over here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not much. You get uninvited but, uh, to the cookout. Yeah, it's like I'm not even finna have that conversation because it ain't even about that. It's about something bigger than just what's on my plate. Like I'm trying to live. And, and live my life to the fullest. And your health is a big part of that. So all of it derives to whatever I'm doing always circles back around to more time to the family. Uh, I'm not big on material things. I like nice things, but I don't have to have the latest car. I want a paid off car. Uh, I don't have to have the biggest house. I just want a safe, nice, nice crib that's paid off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because... All of that transpired into more time, more activities, more things that I can more do. Experience, family. It, it, yeah, more experiences because I can buy my daughter everything in the world, but at the end of the day, it's the experience. Like, so my, my twin boys. So I got a blended family. My twin boys been with them since they were three years old. Now they they you know they pretty much have gotten everything they wanted since you know they were born like as far as birthdays and things of that nature you know their their extended family and and their 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 biological uh, parents what have you but when we took them to mexico on a cruise first time that they had been out of country they was like they still talk about that to this day it was like man that was the best experience not the jays not the playstation None of that. They talk about that to this day. They were like, that was the best gift ever because we surprised them. And because you can't be an experience. You cannot be an experience, especially with people that you love and that care for you. You can't beat that. That's right, bro. You can't beat that. That's right. That's right. What do you, what do you feel like some of the biggest misconceptions people have around the word and the idea of investment, right? For me, I always thought money. I'm like, well, if I don't have a whole bunch of money, I can't make no investments. Or if I don't have, right. you know, uh, a credit card, I can't make no investments. And I felt like that that was a very limiting belief. So tell Absolutely. me about some of the biggest misconceptions you feel like exist around investments. Absolutely. So some of the biggest misconceptions is is that it, it that's a rich man's game. You know, I don't, I don't have the money, but that's a rich man. And my thought is, it's like, okay, if that's a, a rich man's game or a wealthy man's game, it's like, don't you want to be a part of that? Don't you want to, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Get 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 involved with that that piece of the pie, if you will. Uh, not to necessarily just to become wealthy, but just for the knowledge and the experience. Another misconception is that I'm going to lose all my money. 
Like you're gonna like, I'm gonna put it in here and then it's gonna be going tomorrow. No, that's that's not how the stock, that's not how investments work. Uh, of course, with anything, there is a level of risk with anything. But the way that you mitigate that risk and minimize that risk is by attaining knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, driving a car is risky for the very first time when you get your license, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but as you practice and get the knowledge, then it's like you ain't even got to look at all the lights and the bells and the whistles. You just start that boy up and you out, right? So it, it just it just really depends, you know, on your level of being willing to step out of your comfort zone. That's what it boils down to, because all the misconceptions, like you said, are first off limiting beliefs. And what it really boils down to just fear. Mm. It's the fear of the unknown. Um, but that happens and I don't want to take it to another direction, but that happens as we get older, because when a baby starts to walk and falls down, you don't say, oh, you're going to hurt yourself. Don't don't try to walk again. Right. No, it falls down. You like, no, get up, get up, keep, keep trying, keep trying. But when we become adults, it's just like, like the status quo just kind of sets in our psyche. And it's just like, I don't want to yeah. step out there like that, because what if? A baby ain't thinking about, what if I try to get up and walk and I fall down? It's like, no, everybody else is walking. I, I'm going to need to learn this skill set for my survival. So I need to keep trying to walk because I can't be on here on my hands and knees for the rest of my life. Right. Yeah. So the same thing when it comes to investing, like if people understood how, uh, you know, valuable just the, just having the knowledge of learning how to invest the better their life would be. Right. Because, and not just for the sake of money, because like I said, money is just a tool, but money is the tool that allows you to do the things that you set forth as your priorities. Mm. Good. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's good. It's, it's not, it's not the, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not the, 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 the tool of the rich or the tool of the evil. No, it's just a tool. Money just amplifies who you already are. And money is just going to amplify your priorities and amplify your goals. Oof. So if your goal was to do this, now that I have another skill set where I can make money, now I'm just going to amplify me spending more time, having more experiences, traveling more. Because really, I mean, I'm, I'm simple. I, I told my wife, I said, look, the only thing I want to do is look at these charts, you know, make this money and travel. I said, if I don't do another thing, if I could just travel and and, and spend more time with y'all, because I'm all about the experience, man. You can't beat the experience. Yeah. You cannot. Yeah. Wow, man. So, so what are some constructs around investments, right? So now it's like, all right, Jamari, I get it. It takes time. I get it. There will be risk involved. How should I approach this? How do I start thinking about my priorities as investments like walk us through what you might tell maybe a high schooler or somebody who's just coming out of college or maybe someone who's starting over right they just got out of a, a marriage you know maybe they just got out of some relationship or some job they experienced some shift during the pandemic now they're like all right i really have to figure something a new path for myself what do I do, Jamari? So let's let's first let's figure out what your financial goals are. 
Like, so even if you're starting over or even as, as a high school student, like wh what is, where do you want to be financially or more importantly, what do you want to do? Like I said, what's the priorities? What, what do you want to do in your lifetime? Um, because all investment is going to do is going to help you accomplish that a little bit further. So the first thing I'm going to tell you to do is let's see what that looks like. And then let's come up with a financial goal because we got to have a we got to have a goal before we can write out the plan. Right. And then once we have the plan, then it's like now we have to be consistent in investing. So I, I tell I tell people all the time. You know, the eighth wonder of the world is compound interest. So when it comes to investing, you have to be consistent. So I don't care if you're putting $50 a month in your brokerage account or your investment account. Do that consistently until you can bump it up. All right. Don't think that you're just going to buy, you know, or invest in a company one time and then that's it. That's not how this works. Um, you know, you have to continuously allow your money to work, So, you know, um, and then just getting the right education as well. You know, you got to you got to understand, you know, what investment strategy is going to be best for you. So are you in a phase where you're younger and you're looking at more of a growth? Are you looking at more of, um, you know, are you just trying to sustain what you have and just grow it a little bit? It really just depends because the this then stock market is, is one game and a million ways to play it. You know what I mean? So uh, getting getting, uh, getting with the right people to get educated and getting the knowledge because the knowledge is going to supersede anything that you could potentially do uh, financially because that's where the most invaluable growth is, mm. is in the knowledge. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. So I wrote down priorities, goals, Plan, consistency, education. Absolutely. Is that is that I like how you wrap that up? <laughs> well, I'm just nah. I'm just thinking, man, because I think what happens is on social media, what happens is in 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 this you know hyper you know reality that we all live in is that we miss the good parts, man. There's so much stuff, and so Correct. one of the things that I really want to do on Empower You podcast, especially in this series. You know, start teaching us how to think about this stuff, because mm -hmm. the money that you make is a product of what you're investing into yourself. Right. You can't make more money with the broke attitude, even if you had the best <laughs> opportunity. Just like you said, right. that people, oh, I'm going to lose money. Somebody just offered you a great opportunity. But the only thing you're thinking is I'm going to lose money. So now. Yeah what could be the difference between you know making 40k a year and 75k a year 100k a year 150,000 or more the only thing you're thinking is well well that's how people lose money it's like yeah <laughs> the only reason you're working for the company you're working for is because someone took those risks and built that company that allows you to take care of your family Correct. You know, and so that's why I just was like, that's a really good 
that's so so important man i, I love how you break here breaking this stuff down um i got a couple more questions and i'm gonna let you go man i know i feel like yeah, i just yeah. been asking everything and no it's all good man we vibing man i'm, I'm feeling it i'm feeling good, it good <laughs> um so there's a lot of stuff going on right now with social media and there's a lot of um there's a lot of financial talk right mm -hmm. financial talk about how much money you're gonna make online financial talk about how much money you can make in the stock market um how much money you know online education and stuff like that drop shipping all these things and then there's this yep. overarching theme of you know assets over liabilities which is a great slogan <laughs> i don't think that's a bad thing at all and i don't want to knock those guys cool. or have anybody out here think oh are you trying to take a shot no i'm just <laughs> i'm just breaking stuff down which is our job yeah. as people with platforms as folks with knowledge our job is to serve the people who may not know as much or who may have a different um understanding than we do and you're the expert here i know nothing about the stock market outside of the fact yeah. that i don't know much about the stock market <laughs> so and i don't and i'm never gonna be the dude who tries to you know puff himself up to learn to act like he knows something he don't know that's just not my deal right. and so that's why yeah. i'm asking you just like what do you feel like the the missing ideology behind all of these investment tools and education and all that is what do you feel like the missing link is why people are so unsuccessful why people are so why the turnover rate is so high right because it yeah. sounds good in a hashtag but when you got to mm -hmm. live that it looks a lot different so what do you feel like the missing sure. piece is i think uh the missing piece is just being realistic with what's attainable now granted there are lots of ways to make money and and yes you can make a lot of money in the stock market but you can also lose just as much right mm -hmm. so i think because we're in this like you said this hyper information age and everything is a highlight reel on social media that you want to get to the point where this person is at right now right and and it's easy to kind of get caught into that. So the whole assets over liabilities is a great mindset shift, right? It's, it's a great uh, statement to just kind of get you thinking like, okay, yes, I need more assets than liabilities. Um, but let's, let's define what liabilities are for you. And let's make sure, because you may have a liability that you think is an asset, all right? You may have that. I, I, I give I, I give you one that's that's pretty much one that we all have, right? So cable, cable television is a liability, right? But you tell some folks, like, dude, I can't I can't live without my shows, bro. I, I got I got to have it. I got to be able to watch the finals. I need to be able to watch, you know what I'm saying, uh, whatever your favorite show is, Housewives or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I got to have that. But you paying like $200 a month and you probably watch it once a week. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, where could that money be better used, right? Mm. So like, let's wreck so, but then that goes back to the priorities. Like what's more important? Like I haven't had cable in like 10 years. Like I was cutting cable before it was popular, before all the Hulu and uh, all the stuff. Like, it's like, I ain't watching that, bro. Like yes, I bro. ain't had it. You know what I'm saying? So let's define what the liabilities are for you in your life. Yeah. Like take a piece of paper 
And, and I define liabilities in my book. A liability is something that's taking money out of your pocket. All right. An asset is something that puts money in your pocket. So even with the asset piece, the asset needs to be providing you a return on your investment. Because if it's not, then it's not an asset. Case in point, a rental property is a great asset. But if that rental property, you're breaking even or you're in the hole because you're putting money back into it every single month because you got repairs and things of that nature, then it's not an asset. I don't care if they on time paying rent every month, but if you put more money than you're getting out, that's not an asset. Mm. All right? So the return on investment has to be there. Or let's just say if you have a bunch of rental properties and, and they're making good money, but you pretty much sun up to sun down trying to manage all this stuff. How much of an asset is that? Because now you're taking away from your time, from yourself. You know, saying you working like we say, you know, you working in your business, not on your business. Yeah. So, you know, your business could be an asset, but if it's depleting you, then it's really a liability. Right. You know I mean, so it's, it's not always about the financial aspect, but yeah, just making sure that, you know, you have well-defined what your liabilities are in your life. Because sometimes people can be liabilities. Mm. You know what I mean? So how are, you, how are you assessing that? So when I talk about assets over liabilities, it's like, look at your circle. Is your circle of influence, are they adding value or are they taking away from you? Sometimes you gotta you gotta step out and you gotta move some pieces around and replace that. But so I think it's a good start, but define what it is for you because everybody's assets and liabilities are going to be defined differently, you know, depending on where you are in life. Yeah, yeah. How long should somebody wait? Um to determine, let's say, let's do the rental property thing for example. For example, yep. let's say you know they're just like, well, you know, once I'm able to do X, Y, or Z, then I can raise the rent. It, I am in the hole every month right now, but that's only because I'm still getting things together. Like I'm mm-hmm. early in this thing, you know. Yeah. And so you know, when you're first starting things, it takes a lot of investment. It takes a lot of time. When when do you acknowledge that, all right, bro, this is not working or I need to reassess my approach or like when 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 does that need to happen? That needs to happen immediately. Right. I don't you should be now, of course, you can say, hey, I may take six months or a year and then kind of reassess the situation. But as soon as you see a kink in the armor, like we need to address that right now, because if you don't, then you'll go on thinking that, you know, this is okay the way that I'm doing things. And then now you look up and you either, you know, you're losing money or you're burnt out. So I think that from the very jump, even before you step into that arena of investing, get the education and start off small. Like start off small. Like you ain't gotta try to break the bank in the first whop. Like like get the like you're going to learn from experience experience is always going to be the best teacher so you're going to run into some some uh some life lessons if you will but just you know start small and then assess the situation from the very very jump you know what i mean and 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 correct those things as they come that way you learn from it 
and you put yourself in a, a better uh, position to be even more successful in the coming future. So yeah, don't don't wait to you know have this I guess come to Jesus meeting if you will, and then try to like no because if you got if you got to get to that point then something's been wrong for a long time like see it and correct it. But sometimes people are just kind of. Uh, not necessarily naive, but they're they're so excited to kind of be a business owner or an investor that they kind of get blindsided by the fact that they may not be doing this the best way. Yeah, and you just have to gotta assess it, and 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 sometimes that that hurts. Sometimes it could be pride. Sometimes it could be mm. you know fear. But at the end of the day, like you stepping out. It's, it's a reason why, you know, that that path is the road less traveled. <laughs> There's a reason for it. It's a reason why, you know, nine out of 10 businesses fell in the first year. All right. So it, it ain't the it ain't the easiest path. So, you know, once you step out there, you know, be prepared to to be put on the spot, if you will. But you have to be humble enough to be like, you know what? I'm not doing this the most efficient way. Let me step back. And let me gain some more knowledge. Let me let me go read a book. Let me yeah. go hire a coach. Let me go get yeah. the information so I can, you know, do yeah. this a whole lot better. Yeah, let me let me slow down. That's real good, man. That's real, real good. Cause I think that's um that's a that's been my issue. Um, I've had to reassess just like how are you trying to make this work? Are you trying to make this work like immediately or are you willing to work this plan until success right which is going to take a different approach than just going full speed ahead like sometimes mm -hmm. you know and, and mark well says this you got to slow down to speed up Correct. because Correct. you know and, and it sounds kind of like that's what you're saying with with some of the investment pieces it's just like just start with what you can actually manage and just Correct. slowly turn it up you know, uh, another thing Mark Paul said was, I'd rather get rich for sure than get rich quick. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. like, and and I think that's sometimes, you know, um, I feel like that's some of what you're saying when you say, you know, you got to make realistic goals, you know, mm -hmm. and, and you have to abide by your priorities. If you know your priority is in the next five years to make, you know, to be able to go full time like you did as a as a mm -hmm. as a in the stock market which is a huge accomplishment man that a lot of people do not get to see you know <laughs> but that's because you took a a, 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 a slow approach that's because you took a, a, a level headed approach to things you know what I mean based off of your priorities which is which is invaluable because I know I just went gung ho, bro. I went all in, my man. When I tell you I went all in, I went all in. And now I'm learning, having survived a lot of my initial decisions, to be like, mm -hmm. all right, what do I want here long term? It's like, well, this is this is what I want, you know. And I got my priorities right. And it's like, okay, well then, what does it matter how long it takes if you're able to occupy your priorities throughout the entire journey? Yeah, you don't have to. Um, and I know everybody with with everything that we do, we want to be great at it, you know. But it's a process, and like you said, you know, what I'm saying I, I I want something that's going to be sustainable, not just a flash in the pan. Yes. 
So you have to be, like you said, kind of surviving some of those mistakes. You just have to be humble enough to be like, yo, this ain't, this ain't working. I need to, I need to pivot. I need to do an audible. And, uh, and that takes having those priorities and having those goals. So you can look back and be like, hold up, what's, what's, what's the goal here? Cause even every time, cause even like with me, like I, uh, uh, I trade and I invest. If I lose a trade, generally it's because I didn't follow my plan. Mm. And I can look back and be like, you, you know you didn't, you know you didn't wait for that confirmation or you didn't wait for it to pass this level. You just got gung ho and you jumped in and you know you shouldn't have. And every time, every time I go back, it's like, and I, and I tell when it comes to trading, because trading and investing is two totally different things. But when it comes to trading, your most valuable asset is patience. It's, it's, it's all a mental game, like the patience, the patience. I, pro- I, can, I can teach you everything you need to know as far as investing and especially, well, investing, like I said, is different because we, you, you hold it for the long term. So that's easy. But when it comes to trading, I tell, I tell my clients, say, you either going to be patient on the front end or you're going to be patient on the back end. And you don't want to be patient on the back end because it's going to eat away that it's going to eat away at you. So either you sit here and wait, get in and get out or you get in early and then you wait and you sitting there looking like, man, I'm so ready to get up out this joint. And it's a psychological thing, man. Like investing is mostly mental as most things, but because it's not a, it's not, it's not physical. I ain't lifting no, I ain't ain't doing nothing physical, right? I'm sitting here looking at charts, trying to figure out what institutions and what other retail traders are thinking based on what I'm seeing in this chart. And when's the best time for me to get in and get out so I can get this money in my bank account and pay these bills. Bro, this is so good. This is so good. He said the best tool for investing is patience. And that's with everything, man. That's with everything. And most of the decisions that I feel like I have not been proud of have been that have to do with with with, with patience. You know, in my oh, yeah. business. Oh man. It's just patience. It's cause you feel like you've been carrying the weight of not having for so long oh yeah yeah you feel so <laughs> tired of not having that you lose sight of the greater picture and so you forget Correct. that your goal is not to just have but to be mm. and if you're always just Facts. reaching for the have you'll never grab the being being already got it. Does that yeah, make sense? Absolutely. Oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I got a, I got a buddy, man, and he's, uh, he's a real estate investor, and he's, he's doing like this uh, quarterly challenge for himself, and uh, so he's trying to make a certain amount of money within a quarter. So he, he hits the goal, and I'm like, bet. Now you can kind of, you know, sit back and relax a little bit, and just, it's like, nah, it's still, it's still another. Still another six figures out there I gotta go get. Like, man, but you don't you you've accomplished the goal. This is like 
it's almost like you lie to yourself. Mm. You lie to yourself when you wrote down what the priority was. And then based on the priority, you set the goal and you set the plan. Now the goal is reached. You're not even going to give yourself a break. And, and, and you're not you're not giving yourself a break because now it's like, well, man, that either either it was too easy or maybe it came too quick. But that's that's irrelevant. If the goal is the goal, then the finish line is the finish line. Then then relax. I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make is just not taking time for themselves. That's like so important. Like you pour externally. Cause like you reaching your goal is not the 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 process is not necessarily you pouring into yourself. Of course you're gonna learn some stuff along the way, but that's external because the goal was external. Yeah. So you were trying to reach that external goal, but when are you gonna take time like for you? Like, and I've gotten to the point now, it's like, yo. Me pouring into myself is priority because there's no way that I can pour into my wife, pour into my family, pour into my daughter, pour into my sons if I'm depleted. That's why when you're on the airplane, they say, hey, put your mask on first and then it's just the next person. But a lot of people don't because it's constant because you got to realize there's there's always going to be something else. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 you have to set a limit to say, what's, what's enough for me? What is enough? And, and it varies. It varies financially, socially, you know, relationship status, whatever. What is your enough? Because you have to define that. If you don't define that, you will always be chasing because like I said, I can make as much money as I want to make in the stock market, but I haven't enough. Mm-hmm. I promise. I like I have it because I have to have it now. If I exceed that and I got, you know, this mansion and 10 Lamborghinis hanging out the front like that's cool. But I can easily just downgrade and yeah. be and be just as fine. Yeah. So you got to have that, that cut off. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. You run yourself ragged. Yeah. Oh, this is so good, man. This is so good. And it really highlights a lot of things that I feel like I'm learning now. I kind of wish I knew. Ah, I shouldn't say I wish because it gives me so much perspective for the clients and the people who I serve. It's just like, mm-hmm. let's start using what you have right now and we can build you towards what you want. You can totally do like I did was take big, huge steps Mm-hmm. But I don't know if your pain tolerance is as high as mine. <laughs> yes. And there's probably easier ways to do exactly what I did, mm-hmm. what I've done. And that's what I want to help my clients do. I don't want to take them that. necessarily the same route. I want you to know the same things way easier process you know what i'm saying you know and that's why when you talk about patience that is so so critical man that is so so good that's like essential a billion dollar bar right there the greatest (laughs) asset to your investments is patience yes that's that's huge man so listen i could ask you so many more questions but i (laughs) I want to get you a thought exercise man 
Uh, we'll okay. get a thought exercise from you and then we'll let you go. Um, I may hit you up and ask you for a couple pieces of content, though. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Just because I want to hear your perspective. On man, if, hey, if we need to do this again, I'm all for it, yeah. man. I, I, I love, you know, just like, and I've been on a lot of podcasts and, and, and yours is it's more of a thought provoking which I love because I can easily just come on here and spit the facts and figures how to invest give you the ABCs one, two, three. <laughs> this is what you need to do this is what you need to buy because that's what most people want yeah what, what, you know what brokerage account do I need what, what, what stock do I need to buy you know how much should I invest in but it's like getting the just getting that mentality and getting your character and get because all of that stuff is the foundation that is going to allow you to either fail or be successful in whatever yeah. you pursue with your passion yeah so i love i love it man yeah. the energy is is, is is definitely right you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it's right and, and it's again it goes it's the haves you know because people think if i have that brokerage account i'm gonna be like jamar it's just like no if you have better patience <laughs> and your priorities in line and you're actually pouring back into yourself it don't matter what brokerage account you have at that point but people don't want to hear that they just want to jump to the halves you know what i mean and i've been that way too you know and i've I've had to learn to be like bro what do you want for yourself long term because i've just wasted enough time you know what i'm saying and so that patience piece is so so critical so i appreciate you sharing man um I am excited about this thought exercise. These are like my favorite parts of the show uh, just because our audience can immediately employ this. They can immediately go out and as soon as they click the pocket, they can get a little piece of paper, start writing some things down, you know, start start exercising their, their mind and the way that they perceive the world and just doing enough of those. I mean, this has got a, over 100 episodes. You do 100 thought exercises, you're not going to tell me your life ain't going to change. Your life is going to change. You know, if you complete 50, your life will change. And so uh, I'm excited to hear hear one from you, man. So the floor is yours, bro. Gotcha. Gotcha. So so my biggest thing, one of my favorite quotes that I often say is, there's no growth in your comfort zone. So get comfortable with the thought of being uncomfortable. All right. Get comfortable with the thought of being uncomfortable. So I think one of the best things um, that you can do is learn, set out to learn something new. It could be very minute, very small, but set out to learn something new. And I don't care if you're just introducing yourself to a new piece of fruit, a new vegetable. Like, you know, some people say, OK, I don't, I don't eat that, I don't eat that. OK, have you ever tried it? Like step out that comfort zone um, and, and just and, and try something new so you can expand your horizons. Because what happens is once you step out of your comfort zone and you prove yourself wrong, then you open your mind to other possibilities that you could potentially have been shutting out all this time. Mm. All right. So because we we come from. We come from a, a uh, uh, I guess, a preset, and you kind of spoke on this in the beginning. We come from a preset uh, um, uh, formula, if you will, or, or uh, structure, if you will, growing up. 
and that's just the way it is. You kind of you eat the same things, you go to the same places, you hang around the same people. That's just the way it is, right? Comfort food. Comfort. Your comfort zone. Yeah. But once you step outside of that and start experiencing different uh, things and just allowing yourself to be free to experience, it's like, man, you're going you to learn so much more and you're going to learn so much more about yourself that it's like, okay, well, man, if I actually enjoy that or if I, you know, I didn't know that and that's helping me, like, like what else is there? Mm. So now, so now you start to, now you start to grow and develop beyond what you thought was your apex. You start to grow and, be, and develop beyond, beyond what you thought was your apex. So now goals start to change, priorities start to change, and now you start to walk and, and, and pursue that person who is really your authentic self and not who they told you to be. Oh my goodness. That's so good. That's so good, man. You said try new things regularly. You know, so and and and, and I think that's so true. It's like once you realize I did it, I didn't die, everything was fine. You know, it's plants that seed. It's what well, what else am I lying to myself about? Yeah. That would be yeah. just fine if I did it. It it could be something as simple is when you go to your favorite restaurant. Like, you know what? Cause you probably gonna stick with the same stuff. Like just try, just try just a different item on the menu. And you're like, you know what, man? That was actually, that was actually pretty good. I never would have thought to try that. Um, you know, experience something different. Like don't just go, you know, to the club, if you will. You know, go to a, a painting class, go to a yoga hookup. Go, uh, I went axe throwing one time for a, a corporate event. Never would have went axe throwing. But it was, I was like, man, this is actually pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? So, and now, like I said, you, you just expand, you expand your knowledge, you expand your experience, you expand your circle. And then now, like I said, you, you, you start walking more into your authentic self which you probably, you know, thought was who you were, but you can't, we're, we're constantly in the evolution process. You're constantly growing. Who you are today is not who you're going to be tomorrow mm. based on experience. Mm. So allow yourself, like give yourself permission to experience that and grow. Now, there, now this is not gonna come without growing pains, if you will. Because in the process of you becoming your authentic self by trying something new, you're going to receive some backlash. You're going to receive some closed-minded uh, uh, viewpoints. But it doesn't matter because as long as you are walking towards your authentic self, you win every time. You win every single time. That's a, that's, that's beautiful, man. Oh my goodness. There's so much in that, man. There's so much because. Oh yeah. There's a lot to unpack on that, man. And it, it for me, I, I think it, it keeps going back to priorities. You know, it's like, 
it doesn't matter what happens in between there. You know, if, if being your authentic self and occupying your priorities is, is being accomplished, then it's okay for you to have permission for people to be upset with you. It's okay Absolutely. for you to have permission for, for people not to want to <laughs> hang out with you no more. You know, because their Thanks. priority, and you don't got to feel no kind of way to them. Their priority is just not yours. It don't mean they hate that's you or nothing like that. Even if they, you know, say some rude stuff. I mean, that's just their priority. Thanks. That's oh, that's good. Man, listen, y'all. This is uh, Jamari Norris. Uh, he's an investor. He's an author. He's a speaker. He's clearly brilliant. He's a stock trader and investor. Um, how can people get a hold of you? Uh, folks are just like, man, if anybody's going to teach me how to work in the stock market, it's going to be this calm, cool-headed brother right here. <laughs> how do they get a hold of you? Um, what are, are, are some of the things that you can provide for folks who will inevitably follow you after this podcast? Absolutely. Man, so you can follow me on social media, Jamari Norris on IG, Jamari Norris on Facebook. You can go to my website, jamarinorris.com. You can get the book, Healthy Wealth 101. I think that's a great start, you know, just to kind of get your, you know, your finances in in place from, you know, uh, budgeting to understanding assets and liabilities to credit to entrepreneurship to investing. And then, of course, if you're ready to take that, you know, that that leap and jump into the investment world, um, you can work with me, uh, workwithjnow.com. Um, and uh, we can get the ball rolling. But yeah, follow me on social media. I'm, I'm constantly passing out some good nuggets, you know what I'm saying? Some stock picks and what have you. You know what I'm saying? It's all for the free. Uh, you know, and then like I said, when you're ready to take that deep dive, you can get on a call with me and we can make that happen. But yep, jamarinorris.com, jamarinorris on all social media aspects. Man, listen, y'all hit, listen. If, if you all don't understand, I want y'all to 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 take a moment and listen to this back a couple of times. There's just so many principles that you talked about in this in this hour and 20 minutes that we've been speaking um, that are just absolutely life changing. And I really hope that um, all of us who are listening to this don't allow it to fall on deaf ears because someone is not going to get this type of insight and they're going to continue, you know, in their comfort zone without getting any real results. So try something new every day, just like Jamari said, and get comfortable being uncomfortable. Thank you so much, man. Truly appreciate you, brother. Let me know however I can help you. Uh, is there anything else you want to say to us before we wrap up? Man, uh, it's just a pleasure. It was just a pleasure being on you. And I hope that, you know, I gave the audience something that they can chew on and apply and uh, just to help them, you know, become their authentic self. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bro, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. No doubt, man. Um, I'm going to go ahead and stop this recording because that was amazing. For all of y'all who are who are listening, uh, this episode obviously is is, is going to be available everywhere, and I have clips available. Check out my brother uh, Jay Norris. Um, get a hold of him, and uh, we'll talk to you on another episode of Empower You Podcast. Peace. Peace out. Thanks for listening to Empower You Podcast. 
Don't forget to rate and review this episode because we would love to hear your takeaways from this discussion. And it helps us reach more listeners just like you. If you'd like daily audio video clips from the podcast, you can find Empower You Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon.